Hello and welcome to the Healthy Hustlers podcast, a podcast show that connects you with the people you love in a real and authentic way. Through storytelling, our aim is to inspire you to live your happiest, healthiest and most fulfilling life. We'll give you practical tools, life-changing rituals and a fresh perspective to fuel your health, wellness and mindset goals. I'm your host, Madeline Carafa, and this is the Healthy Hustlers podcast. Welcome to your monthly dose of astro goodness with our resident astrologist, Christy Gray. Christy is deeply passionate about connecting you with your higher self through the power of astrology. Christy joins me for the first Monday of every month to give you a high vibe dose of astrology to help guide and support you on the month ahead. Here's Christy. Well, hello. Welcome back to the show. It feels weird saying welcome back when we've just had like the best conversation for the last 30 minutes offline. <laughs> but welcome to the microphones officially. Oh, How are you, my love? I am so good. Wouldn't it be so funny if we let people into our pre-conversation? <laughs> Do you know what? I've thought about that so many times when I've done podcast guests, but I'm like, the moment that you tell someone you're recording, it actually almost does in a bad way but it's like shifts you go into that more professional mode but I'm like maybe one day I'll just sneakily record you (laughs) without knowing I think what I love when yeah because you're so right like when you are hitting record or telling someone you're going to hit record like there is there's like this change of tone and pace whereas like the conversation we've just had has literally gone in like five million different directions (laughs) in the space of like 20 minutes which I love literally literally has oh my goodness oh I love that but like I said to you at the start well first I apologize for my wacky um my wacky what are these calling it headphones for anyone who's watching this um visually I had to put my old headphones on because I forgot to charge my pods so like you said technology is so funny how it goes around but charging headphones is a really frustrating thing I'm not gonna lie it's something that I'm like Damn it, because I pull them out of my handbag and the battery, you know, the little case, oh, it's yeah. flat uh, and I've forgotten to charge yep. it at night and it's not something you can go on the on the go. So I don't know how I feel about the old portable headphones just yet. <laughs> I think that, like, I don't know. I think I've got the first generation, so I'm not sure what the newer ones are like, but the they don't really last that long. Like, I think I get one day with, with astrology clients normally or doing yes. things and then that's it. And so if I go to walk to Pilates in the morning, like that's also chewing into that time. First world problems though. I know, total first world problems, but I'm like, oh, they're just not quite doing it for me yet. I won't lie, the ones I've got, I think I've got Beat or I don't know, they come in a little black box thing, but they actually last ages because you charge the box and the box lasts ages. But then that's sometimes worse because then I it lasts so long that I just forget that they even need charging and then I'm like, damn it. Anyway, that's not what we're here for. We're here for astrology and it's, in my opinion, the best season of the year right now. So (laughs) drum roll for cancer season, please. And we get to celebrate you because we're recording this a day before your birthday. So you can like take as much time to celebrate your solar return, honey. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. Well, I feel like I really um, wasn't... I feel like I started the birthday energy strong yesterday, but I definitely didn't have the birthday energy today until 
we got on this call and now I feel like I'm vibing again. <laughs> I'm in your sparkly energy. So everything is feeling really good. <laughs> uh, it's interesting because I only just put a story up on Instagram before because, um, you know, each zodiac season um, re- is representative of an element as well. So like cancer is a water sign. And so, for example, some people really jive with water seasons because it does, it can bring up a lot of emotions, intuition, mm. creativity. But for somebody like me who has a predominantly a natal chart with fire and earth I actually find the water seasons probably the most challenging because a lot of emotions come to the surface so while you're vibing I'm in the background going how can I protect my peace and like process my emotions in a healthy way (laughs) wow that's really cool I never like I, I won't lie I definitely haven't been like vibing full stop I've definitely been going in waves but that's really interesting I didn't realize that about yeah, so every so it's really ma- based on the elements. Yeah, so every uh, zodiac sign in astrology is associated with an element. So, for example, Aries yeah. is uh, fire, Taurus is earth, then we have Cancer that is water, and then we've got Gemini. Sorry, before that, Gemini, which is air, and then Cancer that's water, and that just continues throughout the rest of the zodiac. Um, but normally, a lot of the conversations I have, especially with people I work with who are either air, earth or fire, when it comes to a water season, they actually can sometimes struggle, especially if they don't have a lot of water in their chart, because a lot comes to the surface, especially around like a full moon. But the same goes too for somebody that say, I don't know, has maybe a lot of earth in their natal chart, they may struggle more in an air season like what we just had with Gemini season, because the energy is quite electric, it's very cerebral. Mm. And for somebody that is if they have a lot of earth, they can be predominantly more practical. It, it can, A, be really great. It can be times of catalysts for inspiration, but it can sometimes be really overwhelming because they've got a lot happening from an intellectual standpoint. Does that make sense? Yeah, definitely. That's awesome. Mm. I, that's a really cool insight. I love that. Yeah. yeah. So I guess if anyone is kind of like struggling right now or like you kind of said, like feeling that there's a lot of emotion at this time, yeah, it's very much linked to the fact that we're – obviously in cancer season. Yeah. So for example, I know I know that every single year in Scorpio season something happens in my life. Like and it's not like a self-fulfilling prophecy. Like I know that Scorpio season um, which represents which crosses over in between October and November it represents birth death transformation and because it's fixed water, it's very intense and so a lot can come to the surface. Every single year without fail, I just get better at preparing every year because I know like I'm going to be going through something and I'm going to be feeling it on all levels and I never launch anything during that time. I think last year I ended up um, enrolling in a lot of astrology courses as a way to create momentum so that I didn't have to um, feel like I was like treading water and having an existential crisis. That is so cool. That's like, what like powerful insights. That's what I just love about this work. And, you know, I know we talk about it a lot um, prior to hitting record, but like, I love how you can dive, like diving into your chart can literally identify these periods for you that are going to feel, you know, I know you even said to me after we recorded the last one that like I said, I was feeling stuck with a few things and it just felt like I wasn't like fully moving forward. And you looked at my chart and you're like, yeah, you're basically in like murky water, murky mud until like the mid July. And I was like, 
oh, okay. <laughs> but as much as that was hard to hear because that was the end of May, um, it felt like a but it's actually been so reassuring for me when I'm having those days or I'm finding it hard to push forward. It's like, okay, it's okay. You can breathe. You know that this is going to end soon and that it's it's a period of time. Yeah. I think it really takes that weight off it feeling like it's permanent yeah. almost. Yeah. 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 Knowing like there's so much reassurance when you know that there's a beginning, a middle and an end to things. Like definitely when you know, right. Okay. I know by mid July, things are going to heat up. Well, by doing so, you just recoup your energy and the lead up to that. Mm. You, you, you sit, you journal more, you meditate more, you do things that don't take a lot of energy output. Like, you know, don't go do high intensity interval training or something. And so by doing yeah. that, you're actually going to allow more to drop in with that breathing space, but you also take the pressure off and the expectation of yeah. going, it's not for me to push forward right now. And it's actually okay. Yes. Yeah, definitely. And that's what I felt like. I felt like when things were like, or the last few weeks when things have been easy or like, I don't know, say if a new campaign or something came in or I started working with a new brand and it was just a really easy, like couple of emails and they say, yes, I was like, I felt almost so much more grateful and like, excited about it than I usually would because I know that I'm in this like murkier water and I'm like, oh, you know, that, that felt good still. Like, so, um, imagine how easy it gets to be when I'm in like free flowing water, just bathing. <laughs> Absolutely. But I think too, you've like had a really great point then as things still get to be easy. Like even when you're in a challenging transit, you always have the opportunity to find the most empowered path forward and shift into that high vibrational energy. Um, and I think too, like I'll use this as an example, because this has come up a lot with um, people I've connected with this year is around a purpose, right? That's a mm. really big thing that people want to find in this lifetime. And that can be really challenging because you see other people and they've got their thing and, and you like, mm. it makes you question your path too. But when you actually start to reframe it and go, okay, I haven't found my thing yet, but guess what? That actually opens me up to a world of possibilities because I have all like the smorgasbord of choice. I can do anything that I want. And if they can approach that from curiosity and experimentation, it actually takes that pressure off of going, I have to find my thing. But so we've always got this other way we can view things, but it's sometimes just really hard when we're in it to actually be able to see the forest through the trees. And look, I was there once too, so I don't want to pretend that I wasn't. And you do, you get quite desperate sometimes too, but there's always another empowered path forward. I love that. That is such an awesome just like mindset shift to focus on as well. Like that's amazing. That's really, really cool. It's so true though. Like I feel like during this time, what it's just reminded me is like how important, you know, things like meditations and the affirmations and like, and flipping that thinking, like I can do this, you know, I get to do this, like all of those things, the positive affirmations, um, even listening, like with meditations, I try to make them like quite almost affirmation based, like really powerful when I'm in like a bit of a lull time, um, just so that it's like flooding my mind constantly of the possible, you know, the possibilities, the positives and like keeping that energy at least as high vibing as I can. Even things feel a bit like, oh, I'm just not moving yeah. overly fast. Yeah. And that yeah. sometimes is, that's a season you're in as well. It mm, might be a season totally. of contemplation or doing things behind the scenes. And, 
you know I think that if you can you can lean into that like that positive language or reframing perspectives or even surrounding yourself I'm such a big believer the people you surround yourself with are always gonna you know influence how you're feeling about who you are as well like mm. you know it's not about toxic positivity but it's about going you know what I get to choose what I'm consuming and what I'm surrounding myself with and I don't know about you but I always want the vibes like give me the vibes baby yeah. <laughs> totally and that's what like we were chatting before we um, got started even about just like you know protecting your energy and your boundaries in that space because I think as we get older and you know people have businesses partners children like whatever it is like life naturally gets busier as we get older and we have less time for the things that we love doing and prioritizing those things and so it's like becoming really protective of who you are giving your time and your energy to is so so important and I know we both talk about it like all the time on our podcasts and stuff but like it really is something that you need to keep reminding yourself of and keep kind of setting those boundaries around um yeah, yeah, I just, it's, you know, I need to remind myself still of it, like, all the time, you know, this isn't good for me, this isn't serving me kind of right now. Oh, and do you know what, though, I think it is, it's an ongoing process, because I was thinking about this the other day, because I've had so many business conversations lately with clients, and, like, you know, and I think, too, there's, you know, a lot of um, negative narratives out there as well, and I'm not discounting mm. the fact that things are changing, right? Yeah, people are still spending money, they're just being more intentional with how they spend it, which is actually really aligned yep. to the astrology and until 2026 anyway if people want these real in-person experiences they want things that are really intentional that will change their life but it's interesting because I've been like using I always use different analogies because of my like background and learning and development and if I think about anything in life right whether you are wanting to focus on your health and well-being well you're going to need to like choose the right foods or if you want a, a six pack I don't know right whatever your goals are you're going to need to go to the gym every day as soon as you take yeah. your foot off the gas things will start to change and if you take that foot off the gas for a longer period of time well guess what you're going to have to kind of like you know accelerate at some stage the, the same goes I think we think we get this like free pass with spirituality and esoteric practices mm. but we actually don't to work on yourself it is and you're going to constantly be recalibrating you're going to journal every day for a week and then you're going to drop off the bandwagon or you're going to meditate tomorrow and it's going to be the best meditation and the next day you do it you're going to have like a moment where you're like oh why did I not have a meditative practice like yesterday and I think I was yeah. listening to a podcast the other day and he had this really great analogy and he said you as you go throughout any journey you actually don't take more steps you just take longer strides and I was like oh that makes sense right mm. you just get you work smarter not harder you yeah it's not about being on the hamster wheel you just get smarter about how you approach the things that matter to you yes yeah that's a really good analogy yeah I love I like it that. I love it yeah I almost had to think of that like I had to really think with that one a little bit into it more but I like that that's really cool it's so true though isn't it like I that take it to on working smarter not harder mm. like that's such a big lesson I think for anyone who is in business or even in life really let's be honest like you know it takes time to figure all of that stuff out you know and to figure out what works best to be able to then work smarter 
Mm, it does. It takes time and it takes trust, I think, as well, with mm. that what you're doing is the right thing. And sure, we need people's insights that have, you know, achieve success because we've got it mm. we've got a lot that we can learn from them because you know sometimes it's just a straightforward formula whereas other times it really comes down to how you feel about something like I'm big on feeling yeah. like if you love yes. what you do or if you you know are really proud of something you're creating putting out there you're going to tell everyone about it and it's not going to feel like selling or it's not going to feel like you're you know forcing Definitely. your insights onto others so feelings just as important as is as, as strategy and you know, maybe the reason we're having this conversation too is like cancer season's all about feelings it's all about your internal mm. world and it is it's about yeah. figuring out like what do you want to nurture what what do you get what seeds yes. are you going to plant like what do you want to flourish mm. moving forward? And and it is, it's taking a back seat and kind of reassessing all these things because you can bring Definitely. them to life in Leo season. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, it's interesting you say that because at the moment, like I'm doing a bit of like coaching stuff and business stuff and I feel like I'm surrounded by um, like the people that are mentoring me and are really successful are like very competitive people. Like they openly say, I'm so competitive. I've been so successful because I'm so competitive. And I'm like, that really triggered, like that really kind of didn't, not trigger me, but it didn't sit well at the start because I'm not a competitive yeah. person at all. But what, but you just touched on it so perfectly. What I have realized is my own superpower. It's not that I'm competitive. It's that I really know how I want my life to feel like, and I'm so able to, to like move myself into that vibration, into that feeling through meditation, through visualization, through just like pure, and you know, and that's what drives me. And I'm like, well, I know that I can get to where I want to be and what I want to create based on simply sitting in the feeling of what I want it to feel when I have those things. And so I love that you just touched on that because I was like, oh, that just like so articulated, like what I've been kind of like feeling and how I let not being competitive for a while be almost like, well, I'm not capable of this. Yeah. Like I'm not capable of this success because I'm I'm just not competitive enough. Mm. Um, and it was just like flipping that to think, yeah, but it's sitting in that feeling is just as powerful, like oh, if not huge. sometimes more. <laughs> yeah. I think it's more yeah. powerful if I'm being honest. Yeah. Like if I think of any anything you read on manifestation or law of attraction, it's all about the feeling mm. of something. And yes. you know, for, for me, feeling creates energy. And I think when you wholeheartedly you know, not from a delusional sense too, because I think some people can really be like feeling into something, but it might necessarily mm. not be, you know, again, it might not be the the, the best thing for them or whatnot. Yes. We have those moments in life too. But if you really are like vibing with something, like only good things, in my opinion, will come from that. And that's such a Cancerian yeah. thing. It's all very heart-centered energy. It's like, you know, yes. what's my internal okay. yeah, let's telling into, me? Yeah. 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 Let's dive into Cancer season. Um, yeah. What will people be, what's the vibe? What will people be feeling and experiencing? Yeah. Look, I think um, what's really important is to honor your ebb and flow of emotions. So if I was working with someone that had a lot of Cancer energy in their natal chart, or maybe I've even shared this with you before as well is I always say it's like you need this menu of services you build a menu of services for yourself and every day you check in whether you close your eyes you take a deep breath and you ask yourself what do I need today 
right? And that could be some people are really like routine driven and so they do their three-step routine or seven or 28, whatever it is, every day because <laughs> that makes them feel really good. And other people really need to go, hey, like today I need a cup of tea outside in just five minutes because the kids are crazy, whereas yeah. tomorrow I can go and exercise with my girlfriends, right? Mm. And I think that what's really important during the season, one of the pillars I would say, it's about really connecting and building self-trust within yourself because cancer being a water sign is all about intuition and it's all about yeah, what okay. do you need and it's making sure mm. you're giving back to yourself through self-care and self-love as much as you give to everyone else because cancer does represent taking care of everyone else but then leaving yourself last on that to-do list so it's about that balance that dance oh I love that that's so good yeah and it is it's so true I feel like um the leaving yourself to last it's like it's almost the awareness of you know you can't pour from an empty cup but like your natural kind of instincts I I think especially for any cancer, like any cancer women who are mothers, oh yeah, um, it is like your greatest strength, but it's also your biggest downfall. And that's something I've really had to learn is that my natural instincts as a mother, as a cancer, is to nurture and to constantly give. But it's also then can be my biggest downfall because I'm not, I'm the last priority to fill up my own cup because I feel guilt or yep. you know selfish or whatever. Um, but obviously I'm realising that that's, you know, not the right way to approach it because I can't give to anyone if I'm not. Yep. Um, but so if you are kind of resonating with that as a cancer mum, yeah, or even just in this season, like, yeah, it's, it is so important to just be prioritising our own, you know, our own well-being and self-care. And, and like we, we've spoken about it before, it can look different in every kind of season or period of life you know it doesn't have to mean that you have to sit quietly on your meditation mat and like actually have a good you know my meditations now are in the car like the moment that I don't have the kids I'm like okay quick like I'm 15 minutes I'm driving to the shop I can't change my close my eyes but I can at least have this like flowing through my mind (laughs) but that's the thing right again it's like finding things that work for you in the moment and um, you know, it's about what's right for right now. And that that's right for yes. you right now. And that's perfect because you're yeah. still committing to your self-care or um, self-love practices, but you're doing mm. it in a way that um, works for you. Yeah. What would be a, like something in self-care that you would prioritize at this period um, that you may not necessarily focus on in other seasons? Yeah, like because cancer is really related to nurturing. It's about what are you going to need to nurture yourself? And I think everyone's really different with that. The first things Mm. that always come to mind is like good food, like whether you are Mm. like nourishing yourself. And I'm not just talking about like whipping up a healthy meal in between your busy day. I'm talking about like make it a ritual, um, whether you're mm-hmm. doing that for yourself and you're making a beautiful salad and adding some pomegranate or being like, you know, think about how you can extend yourself that little bit more to give back to yourself. Or it could be hosting a dinner party, like get your people together because that's also really important. The other thing could be is taking long baths or taking that like mm. sunrise dip in the ocean, like it's just really about what does my soul need? What does my heart need? How can I nurture it yeah. during the season? And doing something that is quite ritualistic as well, because 
it then takes it away from being this thing you tick off a to-do list and going, this is actually something that's giving me energy rather than like, Mm. I just feel good because I've completed it. Yes. Oh, I love that. That's so true. And so is there any, I'm hoping you're going to say no, (laughs) is there any like challenges or periods that we need to brace ourselves for in the next few weeks? Look, I'm going to be really honest. We do have, but again, it's how you, it's not like eclipse season. It's not like, I know we talked about that a lot last time. So look, we don't need to go back into that. We don't have a Mercury retrograde, which is nice too. (laughs) But we actually do have Venus retrograding this month and she's going to start retrograding on the 23rd of July. So we've got some time up our sleeve and still few. Yeah. yeah, She's in a shadow period already at the time of recording. And so, because it's normally four weeks either side and she's going to be retrograding until the 4th of September. And so, um, I just wrote an article yesterday for Body and Soul on Venus Retrograde because it's actually a really fun one to dive into because... Yeah, I was going to say, can you give us a bit more of an insight into it? Yeah, so the last time Venus went retrograde was when we got flooded with Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson's romance back in October, November 2021. Yeah, so... Okay. (laughs) I know, totally random, right? You probably didn't think I was going to say that at all, but that's a perfect example. Yeah. It's like Kim Kardashian, why is she coming into the conversation? I know, I know, but it's like the best example in pop culture because Venus is the planet of aesthetics, um, luxury, beauty, relationships, values, and money. And so she retrogrades every 18 months approximately. And because she rules over and governs over relationships and connections, that also can skew our perception of what we need, romantically speaking, if we're single, or um, you because you, you might see something through rose-coloured glasses, or there could be blasts from the past, old flames pop up. Um, even if you're in a relationship, just be mindful. It has that kind of energy, like with Mercury retrograde, sometimes you'll get a text from your ex, whereas like you might be reflecting on an old relationship you had or somebody might Uh pop up because it's about retrograde planets are always about there's a reassessment, a reimagining, a reflection. Oh, my God, this is so cool. It's so cool. (laughs) So cool. I love it. (laughs) That's awesome. Yeah. And so the reason I brought up Kim and Pete, it was interesting because they're – They got caught holding hands the day that Venus entered her shadow period. And then two days later, it was confirmed publicly. But like, there was so many things in their their natal chart sinistry that really spoke to their connection. But what I would say is that that Venus really set the stage. Like what can tend to happen? It doesn't mean you can't have longevity with a Venus retrograde relationship, but you have more leniency of what you require. And so normally you might have a certain type of standards of like even friendships of people you're looking for, clients or relationships if you're single. And you start to go, oh, you know, there's a little bit more whimsy in the air. Now, that also goes for what you wear. So don't go out and cut a fringe if you've never had Botox and all of a sudden you want to get it done. Like these are the things that you're actually going to have to be really mindful about because like I know people that buy like really wild things during Venus retrograde, like they think the sequin pantsuit's amazing and then all of a sudden they're like, that's like totally not my vibe after she's gone direct. So... (laughs) 
Yeah. So it's like being very mindful of those decisions and Oh, that's so funny. So would that have anything to do why with the fact that why I looked in my wardrobe today and I was like, I just need colour. This is doing my head in. <laughs> then I'm like, I'm sure that if this was full of colour, I'd just want neutral tones. <laughs> and especially for you, because you're a Leo ascendant and Venus is also going to be in Leo, there's going to be so much reflection happening for us on how we express ourselves, what's our personal style, like what are our creative practices, like what gives us joy and fulfillment. And I think for most people, it'll start with their wardrobe because that's essentially how we showcase who we are as people with that making a first impression. So, yeah, you're like in the vibes. (laughs) Wow. No, I'm really in the vibes. I've even had thought multiple times this week, I wonder if I could just sell everything and then whatever money I have, I just buy things that I really love. Like how stupid is that? Why am I thinking about that? I've got enough to think about. I'm thinking about selling my wardrobe (laughs) so I can express myself differently to stay at home. (laughs) Yep. That's a perfect example. (laughs) So rather than like commit to like really big changes, I would say just experiment. Like use this time to have fun and like experiment and like go, I'm going to try this. But like... I, I know actually a friend who's an astrologer and she uses this, um, she get, provides this insight. Like during a previous Venus retrograde, she went out and brought this like really expensive piece of art. And she was like, at the oh. time, she was like, I loved it. It was amazing. And then afterwards she was like, that was like the re- biggest regret purchase of my life. <laughs> oh no, that would be so, that would almost be like devastating to spend that much on something because at the time you like really convince yourself that like no I love this I'm happy with this something that I really tried to do is like sit on things for at least like a week so like put things in my card or whatever but then I'm like won't allow myself to purchase in the moment I have to keep coming back to it yeah that's good like literally I haven't processed any (laughs) purchases for a long time but it just shows because it's like I that impulse in the moment kind of thing yeah so it's even going to be more heightened now yeah yeah and it will be for really the next couple of months as well and so that's just something to really be mindful of the Mm. best way to work with the energy that's incoming because we'll also be entering into leo season when we meet in august as well is that like yeah. think about and reflect on like what brings you joy like how can you have okay. more fun and playfulness in your life you know what are the things or the passions that you left behind that you know might be worth picking up again or it could even go as far as like where are you um, holding yourself back in life like where, where are you yeah. not allowing yourself to shine or be confident because you know Leo, especially with Venus retrograding and Leo, it is very much about our self-expression and there is really opportunities to um, make sure that we're not dimming our light, dimming our sparkle. Mm -hmm. Oh, I love that. So I guess for anyone like who is wanting to embark on something new during this season, like say, um, I don't know why this came to my mind, but I was just thinking like, say if there's someone listening that's Um, started a business or wants to start a business but they kind of want to have like a fresh rebrand or and do a photo shoot or something would this be a good time to like do something really kind of fun and high vibe like a photo shoot or that where you feel really confident expressing yourself or is it something you might look back on and be like "Mm, it's not really my vibe (laughs) 
You could, what I would say is that if this has been in the pipeline for a while, go for it. Like you may find okay. that extra confidence might give you a bit of a zhuzh. Yeah. If it's though like a, an idea on a whim, you might be better to use photos for social media rather than like a full website redesign because of the fact yep. that that will be able to encapsulate because with social, right, it's like, you know, it's mm. one and done essentially. Done. Yep. Yeah, totally. Inject energy into it, but then make sure mm. that your website would be reflective of your longer term vision. Yes. Okay. I love that. Yeah, that's awesome. So is there anything else we need to know about cancer season? Um, anything to, you know, I guess prepare us for what's ahead or any little practices that we could yeah. be doing to really just like harness harness the energy? Yeah. So what I would say is because we've got some other things happening in the background as well that are quite significant this month. And I'll, I'll make mm-hmm. sure I save some of the, the good cosmic forces for, for next month. Um, yeah. But, you know, really thinking about, cancer season and what it represents as a cardinal water sign and um is commit to the things that gonna are gonna make you feel the most alive and to really nourish your soul from the inside out it is a more of an introverted season which kind of works for us here in Australia because it is a lot colder being winter Mm, and so it is it's about retreating to home because home is haven that's what cancer season represents it's about making sure your physical space is reflective of your inner world so you know whether you set up an altar whether you spring clean your home you just want to make sure that your home feels really inspiring and I can imagine if you are a busy mum and you've got toys everywhere that can be sometimes hard with kids so find a little space for you in the home is what I would say cook nourishing Mm. meals put the slow cooker on you know do some yoga to balance your body and mind make sure you've got a nice new candle next to your bed and maybe pick up a book a new candle actually oh yeah awesome love yeah light a candle cozy up with a good book and just kind of allow yourself the opportunity to be um if you are somebody that is probably likes to keep busy as i would say if you can get in or around a body of water so whether you can go for a swim maybe have a pool at home do some like crazy like morning um dips in the pool to wake your like body up yeah like because cancer's um, ruled by the moon and the moon is very much associated with water. So, you know, whether you decide to have a hot bath on a Friday night or whether you decide to go do some hot and cold therapy, being in and around water is um, very nourishing during this time. Mm. Okay, I love that. So I guess even if you're doing the saunas, make sure you're getting in the in the cold shower or the ice bath. <laughs> I love it. Um I was going to touch on when you said about like with the toys in the house and stuff because, um, you know, obviously I love having home as yeah, as my haven and it feels so nice. But something I've really tried to prioritise is obviously the house can't always be tidy. And so many people have said, oh, make friends with a mess. And I'm like, oh, that's all good in theory, but it doesn't make me feel good. But something that I've found really helpful for anyone who might feel the same is that having rooms that are important for me to be tidy. So like I like the living room, the both the kids' room and our bedroom to be tidy, but then the kitchen and like the playroom, I kind of let just like be like, I'm like, whatever. They're just the messy rooms for the day until the night. But like, if I can walk past the other rooms and they're at least tidy, it's like, I feel calm in my space and I feel 
like safe and secure here and happy to be home. So that could be a good little tactic too, if it feels overwhelming, you know, because I think you do at this time of year, you naturally are indoors more. You do want to be home. Like it's cold, this cancer season, like naturally we're gravitating to the home environment. Um, but that can feel like suffocating for yeah. some people or claustrophobic, you know, they just want to get out. So I feel like having those little tactics of like, what's important to you to be tidy and then what can you just let your mind say, okay, that's fine to be, that you're fine to be a mess. <laughs> you have permission. <laughs> I think it's such a beautiful way of, you know, making the best of both worlds, like being able to be a family that prioritises connection and there's always going to be a bit of chaos, but then also you having your own little peaceful areas, like that's just bliss. Yeah, yeah, no, I think it really, like, it really helps mind. But I love that bit about the water too. I think there is nothing more powerful, like, than jumping in the ocean and, like, using that as, like, such a cleansing ritual to just, like, wash away emotions and the day before and to like start so fresh um so yeah the fact that that's even more powerful to do now is awesome I think oh yeah like I think water it's just it's such a great energetic cleanser and it does give perspective Mm. especially if you can get to the ocean because of those negative ions um but yeah I recommend water to so many people but especially during the season and especially if you're a little emotional or stressed out because it will just give you an opportunity to breathe and reconnect with Mm -hmm. self and find some perspective in that yeah yeah I love that well Christy thank you so much I just always love our chats they're the best they fill my soul so much so thank you so much again for all of your um knowledge your wisdom and just your beautiful energy it's the best being immersed in it oh and thank you cancer queen for coming and giving (laughs) us insight too as to you know what that how how that energy shows up for you Mm. oh thank you you so much for listening if you enjoyed this episode please hit the subscribe button and leave a five-star review 